You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. Every show can be heard live exclusively here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors and advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and our newest sponsor, Center Club. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, of CEOs running middle market companies to improve your decision-making skills. And strap your seatbelts on, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this in the car, then really pay attention. If you're working out because you're listening to it as a podcast, this will give you energy to do a little extra exercise today because our first guest is Janice Davis. She's author, host, columnist, and a media personality, and I'm so excited to have her on the program. Janice, welcome to the show. Hi, Rick. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Oh, this has been great. This is going to be great. I can tell you already, uh, I'm so uh, looking forward to talking with you today. Tell us a little bit about your background, your professional experience. I'd love to. It's funny. It actually started back when I was 12 years old. I got my first job at an equestrian center where I taught lessons. um, And I'm sorry, I cleaned stalls and water tanks, and I worked my way up to become a horseback riding instructor. Okay. So I came from a really big family where if you you wanted something, you had to work for it. Okay. (laughs) So what was it about uh, the equestrian center that attracted you? My sisters, my older sisters, they okay. were really into horses, and I, I saw the allure in their eyes, and I had to be a part of it. Okay. And so even though we were doing the dirty work, and we were cleaning those stalls and, and those water tanks, it was knowing that we could pay for lessons to ride horses. That was the ultimate goal. Okay. So I, I I loved that. I loved that at, a, at an early age, I got this really solid work ethic where I learned that if I worked hard for something, I could see the results right away. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that all through my young years until... I was 18, and I started teaching horseback riding lessons as a way to pay out-of-state tuition. So I moved to Texas, and I went to UT Austin, and that was my career. That was how I I paid for everything while going to school. And you know how tough it is to work and go to school at the same time. Right. But that was my life, and uh, it ended up opening up avenues where I I needed to earn more money for tuition. So I started in banking, and I had a five-year career working my way up to management in banking. I also... uh, started a piloting program as a young girl where I almost became a pilot. I got a student pilot license. (laughs) My father was a pilot. Yeah, flying's in your family, right? Yes, yes. My father flew helicopters in Vietnam and and for the state police, and so that was always in my blood. And... uh, But it was in college, again, that my career started shifting toward the arts because I felt a pull toward writing. I felt a pull toward English and screenwriting and... Uh, playwriting. And so even though I was doing this plethora of things, I I knew that there was a need starting to build in me to bring people together in a very specific area, uh-huh. which is how the Holder's Dominion came to be. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a little <laughs> bit because we have a published author here, as well as a host and a columnist and a media personality, Janice Davis. And so fast forward us to, get, how did you end up in California then? Okay, so California. So yes, uh, in t- in Austin is how I started writing. Okay, I was finishing up college, and I saw this this need between 
my two circle of friends. I had gaming friends that were into video games, and then I had my non-gaming friends, and they didn't understand each other at all. Really? And they would... And I was kind of caught in the middle because as as a college student that also hadn't been into gaming, all my friends were gamers. So as I started asking questions and, and trying to find out what the allure to gaming was, my whole world was opened up. And I realized that through specifically online games, they call them MMOs or MMORPGs, you can meet people from all over the world, Japan, England, Australia, and you come together almost like these mini businesses because you have to come together as a community okay. and you have leaders and you have uh, uh, groups of uh, strategists that come together and try to figure out ways to take down the mobs as they call them or the bosses and so i realized you know this is a place that actually i can grow as a person because i was to, to totally open up and be vulnerable here I, I was struggling with some trauma that i had gone through and i, I got to the point that i couldn't go outside at night and, and, and really tough things that I think okay. all of us can relate to when right. you're going through grief or trauma. And I realized that by playing these uh, these games, I was, I was being introduced to a community that was teaching me that the world was safe again and that mm. I was okay and that oh. there was light in the world. And it was a really great healing tool. And above that, it, it also teaches you things like overcoming shyness or building confidence and i started to see this whole spectrum of things you can learn from video games so as i started writing my book the holder's dominion which is a video game themed thriller right. set in real real time it's on a college campus right uh, but as i started to see this need between my two circle of friends where you know the, these non-gamers would say you know janice why are you always busy on tuesday night what is that word raid you keep using and I would I would try to explain well on Tuesday nights you know we meet as a group on this thing on online game and right. whatever game it was and we get together and we do these raids and I realized I was learning so much that I had to share it and so I ended up uh, transferring to California because of the opportunities that were opening up for authorship and speaking and hosting so that's how I came from Texas okay. to California and okay. I'm in Irvine yes in beautiful Southern California that's although a long way to answer your question no. Hey, uh... <laughs> Our time is your time, Denise. Janice Davis is our first guest here on the radio program. And Thank as you, you can tell, she's got a lot going on and a lot of positive energy that she's bringing to our radio show. I'm really intrigued by the fact that you see such a healthy qualities to gaming. Because a lot of times, I think, in media, parents and boomers and, okay, so we have CEOs of middle market companies and the targeted demographic is kind of 45 to 65 for my age group. Sure. Although I can tell you... Some of my members are avid gamers, and they fall into that demographic, so we're not excluded from loving the games. But they may see not the value, the positive values for children who learn community. Absolutely. And connectedness, and that they're not that different than other people, which I think is a powerful lesson for any child to learn. Absolutely. I think it's important to always point out that there are positives and negatives to everything, and, and anything can be overindulged. You know, we can all get... Uh, uh, too much sugar in our diet. We can watch too much TV. We can drink too much wine. There's, you, you can always we can drink too much wine. Now, come on, Denise. Now, you can't. You're, she's drawing a limit. Here. This is California. Drink more wine. With the vineyards and everything. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's important to remember that in any kind of type of entertainment, there's always a limit. And, right. and balance is so important. And, and the media, like you said, it, it does tend to perpetuate the negative stereotypes for video games or the gaming industry in general. And, and I hear a lot, you know, aren't video games a waste of time? Aren't they antisocial? 
why does my child want to play video games all day or whatever it is. Um, What's even, wrong with them? <laughs> right. right. And it's a guy thing, isn't it? I mean, you're a, in case you haven't noticed, uh, you're not a man, right? <laughs> I mean, not you. I know the audience. I'm saying in case the audience hasn't noticed, Janice is a female and you're in a man's, I mean, it's predominantly a male oriented. You know, it, it used to be, it was very be. heavily male dominated, but it, it is starting to even really? out there. There are the percentage of a female. Of you? Are you trying to help that? <laughs> I am. That's actually. one of your missions, That's right. right? For the last 10 years is so I've been on, on a goal. Well, I hope so. Thank you for saying that. Well, I, yeah. I, I think that's great. I mean, I, I've worked very hard to have uh, as close to 50, 50 in the listenership for the radio show as I can, because I just, I'm 59, 41 and I'm 59 male, 41 female. And, and that's important to me because I have a daughter, right? And uh, every opportunity should be there for women that are there for men. Right. And, and I think that part of the reason why it still has the perception that it is very heavily male-dominated is because uh, I think the female gamers, we, we do tend to be a little bit more quiet and reserved. And sometimes we get on just you to play. You end up being a strategist, though, don't you? <laughs> you actually are the bosses. I did the, end yeah, up I right leading <laughs> and being a participant <laughs> in the strategy. Yeah, it was. it that. was. It opened up my life. It really did. And it, I love sharing the story that I wouldn't be the leader that I am today without playing online games. It really did teach me so much in leadership skills, so much in in that importance of camaraderie and building community and making sure every voice is heard. Okay. So it, it, it That's has, a key point. Absolutely. Every voice is heard. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but Please. you hit a hot button for me. I went and had a 360 done uh, in 1999 from the Center for Creative Leadership here in La Jolla. And one of the things that I got back from that work was self-discovery that I didn't always listen equally to all the voices in my team and that the quieter voices felt um, less valued. And ever since 1999, it has been my, and I talk, I talk to my leaders in the companies, you have to listen to, every, matter of fact, you have to create a safe space for the quieter voices to speak. Absolutely. there There's a fantastic uh, personality assessment disc. Do you yes, yes, I use it. And I love it's, it. it's so important in, in, in leadership, in group settings, when you're having those meetings to not let the, the, the D personalities that are very outspoken take over the room because the S personalities, the ones that are more reserved, they won't interrupt. Right. They, they will keep their their tongue they'll to hold their tongue until either either they're alone in a one-on-one situation or they're called out right. and so it is it is important to make sure that those in those meeting scenarios every voice gets heard as long as they're comfortable speaking out right okay we're, we're talking with janice davis she's an author host columnist and a media personality and uh, a positive soul and we're going to take our first commercial break on the radio show ladies and gentlemen our first 10 minute segment is over but don't go anywhere because we're going to be back in less than three minutes and i've got a whole group of questions that i probably won't get to all of them with janice today because we're going to have just an interesting conversation stay tuned we'll be back after these words from our commercial sponsors commercial bank of california or cbc is a well-funded, full-service bank located in the heart of Orange County. When it comes to safety and stability, CBC has one of the highest levels of capital of any commercial bank ranked in the top 6% in the nation. Commercial Bank of California was founded in 2003 by a group of Orange County's finest entrepreneurs. To this day, our bank is governed by our founders, including General William Lyon of William Lyon Homes. Alex Morello of the Morello Group, and Frank Willey of Fidelity National Financial, to name a few. In short, we're a bank founded, built, and run by entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurs. Not every business in Orange County should be our customer. 
However, if your business is looking for a bank that can assist in finance, production, analytics, and risk management, there's no better bank to choose. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.combancal.com. Member FDIC. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, Janice Davis, author, host, columnist, and media personality as our guest here on this segment of the program. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 episodes during the last 30 days. We here at the program continue <laughs> appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live here on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast from iTunes, Stitcher.com and other business-oriented podcasting services. Sorry if I'm talking quickly, but I'm trying to get through that bumper so I can get back to Janice. (laughs) All right. You recently won the award IGR Women of the Year. Woman of the Year. Can you tell us, first of all, what does that stand for? How did you qualify, and what does it mean to win? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it stands for iGame Responsibly, which is a really cool business that is just goes hand-in-hand hand with all of my philosophies about bringing out the positives in the gaming industry, how we can bring people together, how we can connect them through their passions and through their interests. And I was so honored and, and thankful to, to, to win that award. They, they do it every year where they pick out a male and female that really has a, 
an impact on the industry. From the whole industry. Yes. Okay, sorry. I'm just trying to get <laughs> just trying to contest. I'm not trying to slow you down. Thank you so much. It, I mean, it, honestly, it was such a such a shock and a privilege, and I'm so grateful for it. But I, I I think as artists and and creators and leaders, we all try to like like your 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 phrase, right? I love that you want to give a positive impact, a lasting positive impact on the people you you meet, right. and I I really feel that. As leaders, when we do that, it can be draining because we wear our heart on our sleeve and right. we are vulnerable and we, we work 24-7, <laughs> it feels like sometimes. So when you can feel like you're making a little bit of a difference, it really goes just so many miles. So it was an honor to, to receive that. And I'm when so did this happen? Uh, February for February. 2013. Was it at a conference, or how did they how did they announce the winners? Uh, they minutes? they announced it through all their media channels, and then at different uh, video game developing conferences throughout the year. Okay, so you're the, you're constantly being reminded that you yes. are the woman of the year. And did you get a makes me blush? That's right. She is blushing. She's not lying. I can see that from here. And, okay, so I want to come back to the Holder's Dominion, which Absolutely. is your book inspiration for the book was your experience absolutely it started as this little seed of an idea when i experienced online gaming and like you said there's a running joke when you log on to a video game and, and you a woman's voice is in the speaker phone you know the men will say oh that can't be a girl girls don't play games right. and it's just it's a running joke so I, I the seed of holders dominion came from seeing a need and wanting to fill that need, seeing a gap between families, between relationships, um, where people would they would have a misconception that maybe the video game was what was coming between them and their significant other or their child or their grandparent, whatever it was, when actually it might be helping them become a better person. It might be helping them overcome uh, bullying at school or right. uh, a conflict at work or something like that. So. The Holder's Dominion is a fiction thriller about a female heroine who is thrown into the world of video games uh, like me. So it is based, you know, on okay. an experience of okay. a non-gamer kind of being thrust into the middle of it. And you follow her on this adventure as she goes after this hacker who is manipulating and, and kind of... I don't want to give away too much because no, yeah. it's a thriller. Oh, right. But, um, Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a page turner. So <laughs> it was a way to offer a form of entertainment for someone who who doesn't have time to download the game okay. uh learn the keystrokes learn all the lingo because as someone that you know doesn't play video games that often that's intimidating yes. so how cool that they can pick world. up yeah so how cool that they can pick up uh, a form of entertainment like a book that anybody can read and get a glimpse into that world and connect with people because everybody knows a gamer so who should read the book or who who did you write it for? You know, it's so cool because I, I wrote it for gamers or, or honestly anyone who knows a gamer. Okay. And and, and who game, doesn't know a gamer. Right. <laughs> I mean it's really cool that to be getting the stories from readers saying you know, I'm a parent, and I have never bonded more with my son because I read your book, oh, and wow. I was able to say the words that he under you know say those, those right. words that used to be Reach foreign him. to me. Right. Yeah, and another uh, um, reader said, you know, my husband would always use this word tank, and I didn't know what that meant when he would go into an online game. He was the tank, and I was always like, what is he talking about? And I was able to learn from Holder's Dominion what that was, and I realized that he was going into the game and becoming the protector and helping his community. He was kind of he was someone that, even though at work he didn't feel like his voice was heard, he was able to feel like he was making a difference in a video game. So oh. it wasn't an escape like she thought. Right. 
And so it brought me to tears thinking that the goal of the book was to bring people together. And it's doing that, Rick. So I'm I'm thrilled. So if you like a thriller, you would like the book, right? If you like gaming, you would like the book. If you'd like to learn about gaming, you would like the book. And if, if honestly, if you're having any family struggles, if you're going through grief or, or trauma or tough times, it's really about okay. human frailty as well. Okay, so there's well. a larger story as well. Exactly. It's a gaming is a vehicle to tell the story. Oh, you're speaking to my heart, Rick. You got it. You, okay. you, you, that's exactly it. Okay. So, honestly, you, you will see the human frailty and how to grow through obstacles and challenges through this book as well. Okay. I, unfortunately, only have, like, five minutes left with you and... Crystal, no our worries. producer, will have you back. And ladies and gentlemen, believe me, I've got a list of questions. They're all interesting, and I can't get to them all. I want to ask you about your guiding principle, though. Absolutely. Here on the radio show, we call the guiding principle kind of all the things you've learned, Janice Davis. You, you, have you distilled it down to kind of like a business but personal philosophy that you're using to guide your career? And if so, can you share that with Absolutely. us? Absolutely. I feel like the, the guiding principle that I have embraced the most is a mantra that I learned from Simon Sinek. It is mm-hmm. people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And I have just seen that resonate through every business convention, every business model that I have worked with. When I go to these conventions and I speak or I have a booth or any venue, I realize that if you if you have defined your business, your goals of your business, why you do what you do, and you share that passionately and from your heart and with genuine positivity, people are going to rally around your business and they're going to want to support it no matter what it is. Right. And I, I, I cannot stress enough that that was just a nugget that was given to me that's helped me become a leader and that knowing that if you do the work beforehand, if you, if you bring quality work to the table and you show what you're about and why, it will rise. Your business will rise because there'll be something different about it. Customers will feel that genuine, you know, no jadedness, no chip on your shoulder. You're right. you're coming at it with a fresh perspective every day. That's been my guiding principle. I love, <laughs> I love that guiding principle, Janice Davis, because I discovered that my why is to have a lasting positive impact on the life of the people that I am involved with. We, we had our whole community watch Simon's TED Talk. Some people read the book. And we have challenged every member of our community to, to, to come up with their personal why. Absolutely. And, and it, it's easy to get – it's easy to – let uh, critics or let the the negative uh, mantras get yes. into your mind and, and bring right. you down because I think as as men or women I mean we'll talk about females in, in a male dominant industry because you know I know that that is something that a lot of women ask me about at panels they say I don't often see a female speaker and they raise their hand and they ask me how did you how are you on there how do, right. how do I get my voice heard and I think that you know we're we're all going to come up against challenges and obstacles when when I mean that's happened in my own experience in my own business where people I've had to work harder to prove myself because maybe they're you know they're not sure if uh, you know I can handle the the challenge at hand. Right. But you can't judge a book by its by its cover, right? And you've right. got to give people the opportunity, give them the challenge because I think as leaders that's our job. It's to open the doors and see what people can do because people love a challenge. I think that's really important in business to I not agree. let your not let your groups become stagnant or feel that they're stagnant. Always give them a challenge because we love to help each other and help the business succeed as long as we feel like we're making a difference. So what I'm saying you're an author, host, columnist, and media personality and we've we've hopscotched to many different things where you're allowing your talent to be seen in different venues and ways. Tell me what your business is. 
it really because I am in so many venues of entertainment. You know, with with authoring, you 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 write books, and with being a media personality, I'm a host for web series and being a, a moderator for panels. You know, I travel the country talking about business, writing, creativity, video games. So as when I founded, I founded an online movement called the Gamer and You, which tied all of this together and 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 showed what I want to do, which is bring people together okay. through video games, through creativity, through art, through writing. And when you start to, f when you found businesses like that, when you, when you define your goal, I really feel like that's what opens up opportunities for businesses, for leaders, for CEOs, because people flock to you. People want to help positive impact goals. They really do. I right. mean, there was a real quick, this animation short called Mr. Hublot, where one guy wanted to create an animation short, which you need modelers, you need riggers, you need lighters, you need animators, you need so many people to produce a short film. And he wanted to give a new perspective on, on OCD. He struggled with it. It was very personal to him. And just by sharing that, he was able to get leaders in the industry to help him with no budget hmm. because they, they saw the goal of the story. They saw the right. end the, the light at the end of the tunnel and they want it on board. Right. So I think every business, I think we all can learn from that, that by opening ourselves up, we will find opportunity. I, I think you're so right. And I'm speaking with Janice Davis and uh, because what I learned from, and I'm getting the wrap up sign from the engineer. So I'll, I'll give an abbreviated version. What I learned from Simon and discovering my own personal why is when I look at nonprofit organizations and how they get people to donate and volunteer many hours, their time, talent, and treasures, because they're connected to the cause, find the cause in your business, and people will self-select. Not everybody will identify with your cause. Sure. And that's okay. That's one of the things that Simon taught me in his talk is you don't want everybody. You want the people who want to do business with you because of what you believe. Yes, absolutely. Because they'll stay with you for life. Absolutely. And they'll be your advocates. And I couldn't have said it better. I absolutely agree. Well, thank you, thank you Simon. <laughs> All right. So now people want to know how they can buy the Holder's Dominion. They want to learn more about you as a speaker and a host and a columnist. How do they find you online? Absolutely. Janice Davis. It's kind of uniquely a uh, uniquely spelled name. It's G-E-N-E-S-E. -E. So JaniceDavis.com has all my contact info on there. I'm on Twitter, uh, Facebook. My author page is author Janice Davis, uh, thegamerandyou.com. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Is your book on Amazon? Oh, at the holders. Yes, thank you. It's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, so you can get it really at any bookstore. It's an ebook format and paperback. So okay. whatever you prefer, I'm a paperback lover. I, I just I can't yeah. I can't part from the Me book either. in my hands. Because I have my notes on them, and I you know they're like treasure, right? So anyway, okay, yeah, I know we gotta we gotta go. Okay, you're gonna have to come back. Please, we, we just will. scratched we the did. surface. We There's did. So We're, much to talk you have about. Have to be my co-host or something. I, I love you. I this absolutely is want to touch on uh, produce producers. How the art of the one-on-one -on -one can grow your employees and, and help them with their career paths. We have so much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you hear it first here on the radio show. Janice Davis will be back on Critical Mass at some point in the future, and Crystal will make that happen. Thank, Thank you. you for being a friend of the program. Thank you welcome. to all the listeners as yes, well. Yes, and welcome to our community. Thank you so much, Rick. All right, don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. 
with 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers. For over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO peer groups. CEO peer groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. We've delivered over 37 highly 37,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions last month. If you'd like to learn more, contact our sales manager, Rose Chamora, 951-515-4661. 951-515-4661. All of our shows can be heard from our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. I'd like to welcome our second guest on the program. She is founder and CEO of The Mind Aware. Dana Wild, welcome to the radio show. Hi, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Let's talk a little bit about your background. Can you give us a sense for your path to The Mind Aware? Sure. You know, back in the day when I was about 19 years old, I was working in a corporate job in one of these you know, cubicle jobs where I was strapped into a little headset all day. Think of the cartoon Dilbert, and you've got the idea. <laughs> and I um, ended up having the, the privilege of going through a training at that point about how the brain worked. It was an intensive. It was like 40 hours and really learned how 
your thinking creates your outcomes, really how the brain works. And it caused me to be able to, first of all, immediately quit the cubicle job and take what I called my big adventure. I mean, I, I started, you know, doing all the things I, I loved. I wrote a book, became a published author at 23. I lived overseas for the better part of a decade. I worked in the film and video industry and won uh, several telly awards. And then finally, I was back in the United States, and I started a direct sales business. And uh, what I realized was that everybody was teaching entrepreneurs how to build a business, meaning how to pick up the phone, how to network, how to take more action and do more work and work harder to succeed. But very few people were teaching people how to leverage the power of the mind. And so at that point, I wrote Train Your Brain and took that business from zero to a million dollars in 19 months by teaching it to my team members. And eventually I sold that business and I founded The Mind Aware, and now that's what we do. We teach people how to build businesses quickly, zero to a million quickly. And the name The Mind Aware, can you help me to understand the genesis of the name? Sure. The Mind Aware, step one in the whole process of understanding why you're getting the outcomes you're getting with the way you're thinking has to do with getting your mind more and more aware in the moment, Be really understanding what are those thoughts in your head that are limiting beliefs, what are those stories that you're telling. And we all do it, no matter what level that we uh, rise in our companies or in our businesses, we all tell stories that keep us stuck right where we are. Wow, that is so true. I this has been like an unbelievable show. You you really uh, my mind wants to my mind wants to take this interview in a number of different directions, and I've got the questions in front of me, so I'm going to stick to the script, but I'm going to ask you my own questions as well. I know you use unconventional and somewhat a scientific approach to targeting business success and growth, and you're focused on that early stage, quick ramp where so many entrepreneurs, when they first get into the business. You know, they, they make so many mistakes and they try so many things because many times, and I know that we have people listening here on the radio show who, who haven't yet taken that first step to becoming an entrepreneur. They work for a company, senior executives, thinking about going out on their own. Help me to understand how you help companies go so quickly to scale their business into, you know, million dollars in sales in 20 months. I mean, what can you give us just a taste of the type of things that you help companies and entrepreneurs do? Yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you, it's actually pretty simple. It's going to surprise you at how simple it is. When people start their own businesses, usually when they're fresh in the business, they're really, really excited. They're really enthusiastic. They're bouncing off the walls excited. And, you know, everything, because they're so excited, everything they touch seems to turn to gold. They talk to people about their business and you know, people get excited, and they're excited, and they, they, you know, enroll customers, and everywhere they turn, it seems to be evidence supporting their enthusiasm about the business. We, we had a term for it in direct sales, which was ignorance on fire, which means you have no clue what you're doing, but you're doing it with so much enthusiasm and so much excitement that you meet with success after success. And sometimes people actually even relive this experience when they go and see a motivational speaker or they go to a networking event. They leave that event, and they're so excited, it seems like everywhere they turn, they have success. Where, where most entrepreneurs uh, have a challenge or fall down is when, 
they hit that first obstacle in their business, and sometimes it's not the first one, sometimes it's the second one, but at some point they hit a, a small bump in the road that causes them to not feel that enthusiasm anymore. They start to, to focus on the problems or the obstacle that is, is in their way, and their enthusiasm goes down, their emotions go down, they get frustrated instead of excited. They get angry or, or annoyed or overwhelmed or stressed. Well, all of those emotions are negative emotions that constrict the creative pathways in the brain. And so when, when you're in that state of frustration or annoyance or overwhelm or stress, you, you actually literally do not have access to creative ideas. Things don't happen for you in your business. On the other hand, when you're excited, they do. So... What we teach people is how to use what we call in, in the book Train Your Brain intentional action. And what that means is get your mindset right first, feel good first, and then take action. So keep yourself in that enthusiastic state through a series of what we call mindware experiments. And when that happens, it becomes very easy to build your business. When you authentically feel good, it becomes very easy to take the appropriate action. Well, this is fascinating. I... Um I have a talk that I deliver to professional groups, and I, the title of it is "Your Gray Matter Matters." Oh, I love that! And that that's, is my—that's a good title. Thank you. Uh, and it is a talk about how important how your thoughts shape your reality, especially as a leader of a middle market company, because whether you realize it or not, your thoughts end up turning into actions, which tend up tend to impact the culture and create the culture. And so if you don't like the results that your company is getting, you've got to start at home with your own brain before you can fix the problem. Boom. You nailed it. That's exactly right. And what, unfortunately, especially in this culture, we have got so many shiny objects and so many things that we're told as entrepreneurs we should be doing or we have to do. And a lot of times those are things that we go, ugh, do I really have to do that? Do I really have to pick up the phone? Do I have to go to that networking event? Do I have to be on social media? Do I have to learn technology? There's all of these things that make us feel like, ugh, I hate the idea of having to do that. And then we tell the story about it. Well, I, I'm not successful because I still am not good at technology. You know, I'm not successful because I'm still not on Facebook. And so what we don't realize, we have a, a saying amongst the trainer brainers is that the problem is not the problem. So the problem isn't that you're doing this method or that method. The problem is not the problem. The problem is that we keep thinking about the problem and we keep talking about the problem. You know, there are people successful in, in every method you can imagine. There are people who are wildly successful who still don't have a Facebook page, believe it or not. And right. so find the things that excite you. Do the things that excite you. Think the thoughts that keep you feeling good and positive because then... It really doesn't matter what you do. Anything you do is going to meet with success. And that's the great thing about being an entrepreneur, and that's why I like to ask in the early part of an interview, tell me about your background, your path, because what I've learned in 800 and some interviews, and I kind of knew this before, but it, the data now is overwhelming. There's no direct path from not being an entrepreneur of a successful company to being the entrepreneur of a successful company. It's very individual, and it's based on the unique talents that you bring to the position so make sure you leverage those unique talents don't conform that's the corporate job don't conform to the status quo be your own person and i and i and i think a lot of what you do for your leaders helps them to realize the power that they have between their ears 
Yeah, absolutely. And frankly, it it really is. And you you just said this a little while ago too. It's the whole game. You know, if you if, if and I know this sounds a little crazy. Like people are like, well, what do you mean? Mindset is the whole game. You know, the actions you take don't get you there. And it is for just this reason we're talking about. There are so many actions that work. There are so many different ways to achieve the path of success. But successful people all have one thing in common, and that is that they think differently than people who are not successful. So if you can get that one thing, if you can learn how to train your brain and get that right mindset, then the rest becomes very easy. Right, because training your brain with a positive mindset does not be does not mean being Pollyanna, does it? Yeah, right. And, you know, a lot of people who want to throw throw stones at the concept of positive thinking and a positive mindset want to paint it as being naive and foolish and you know immature, when in fact I think it's the closest to the real truth of what we're doing that you can ever get to in this yeah, world. It's- Great brain science. It, it's really, you know, as of 10 or 13 years ago or so, we really didn't know a lot about the brain. It's really the, the you know, more modern scanning uh, options that we have, the imagery that we have that are really helping us to understand more and more how the brain works and how the brain connects. And so it's really in the past when we were told things, it was a bit like the Stuart Smalley kind of method of positive thinking. You know, you just walk around and I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, and <laughs> doggone it, people like me. And we really didn't understand how it's rooted in brain science. It's right. our, our brains are virtual little matchmakers, you know, matchmaking machines. They're there to match up the outside world to our inside picture. And if we can learn how to talk to ourselves differently, if we can learn how to give our brains different messages, then that little matchmaking machine, that works on our behalf, and it, it helps to make success easier. Uh, recently at one of, at, well, at all of my CEO peer groups that I lead here in Southern California, I had a speaker come in and talk about neuroleadership and the work that David Rock and a group of researchers are doing on brain science and using a uh, uh, fMRI machine to scan the brain and, and it and it it seems to me Dana that we're at the point now where science is actually validating what people have been saying in the soft skills area of business with hard data that hopefully now we can start to begin to believe that leadership and this stuff are not soft skills anymore they're actually scientific skills that are vetted and and verified yeah absolutely right there are just study after study after study that shows the power of the English language and the power of different words to influence mindset. And the piece of the brain in particular that uh, I, I find is useful is the reticular activating system. If you can think of all of the information that is coming at us every single moment of every single day. I mean, you're, you're sitting wherever you're sitting right now. Think about the, the colors that you're seeing and the sounds and the smells and the sensation on your skin. We have billions and billions of bits of information coming at us every second of every day. And that reticular activating system, along with the hippocampus, its full-time job is it spends all day every day sifting through that information and matching up things in the outside world that already match the beliefs stored in our unconscious mind. So if I have a belief, let's say it's something positive, like, I attract great customers. I attract wealthy customers. I don't know what I do, but I'm just lucky that way. I attract the best customers. My reticular activating system says, yep, I, I, Dana, I'm going to filter through all this information, and I'm going to find the best customers 
for you and for your business. And that's what I'm going to even just notice. That's what's going to come on the radar. So the, the conscious mind that we think with processes at a rate of 40 bits per second. Well, the unconscious mind, this, this reticular activating system part, processes at a rate of 40 million bits per second. So it's just a powerful resource. It's the best tool we've got for our business when you know how to use it. Excellent. Now I'm talking with Dana Wild. She is the founder and CEO of The Mind Aware. Dana, we're going to take our last commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you about your guiding principle. In other words, of all the things that you've learned in your business career, what is your overarching kind of belief system about how you're taking the mind aware and growing it into the future? So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back in less than three minutes after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something uniquely positive about the word up. When things are good, things are looking up. When you want to go fast, you speed up. And when you're really cheering, you stand up. So when you want to move up, what do you do? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's degree or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up better than virtually everyone else. And that university is Brandman. Brandman University is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. And it ranked best in the state of California. Brandman also received top honors from U.S. News and World Report for our online graduate programs in business and education. Plus, our programs are available on ground at more than 25 convenient campuses. So to wrap things up, we recommend you look us up at brandman.edu. That's brandman.edu. And find out how to move up like never before. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Dana Wild, founder and CEO of The Mind Aware, is our guest during this segment. And I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days. And we here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher, 
and other business-oriented podcasting services. As I said, Dana Wild is our guest during this segment. And Dana, can you share with us your guiding principle for how you're leading and growing your firm? Sure. You know, it's kind of funny because I'm thinking about my answer, and it's going to sound so counterintuitive, but it's going to make a lot of sense when you understand the context. The the more when you learn more and more about the brain and how it works and how we've got this matchmaker in our head that's matching things up and how rich people think, how people who are wildly successful think, then you, for me, what I'm realizing is that the fastest way to success, and we're proving this again and again and again, not only with my own business but with the people that I work with, is through happiness. It's through feeling good. It's through chilling out it's through relaxing it's through having a balanced life and so my guiding principle is intentional action feel good feel good first do everything you can to feel good step back you know allow things to blossom watch those stories you're telling but really feel good get happy and guess what when you get yourself in that emotional state when you get yourself into that mental state you create a very resourceful brain, and those creative pathways open up, and suddenly things come on your radar that just simply weren't available to you before. I know that you're doing quite a, a number of different things to to reach your audience. You, you mentioned the book that you wrote, Train Your Brain, uh, How to Build a Million-Dollar Business in Record Time. I see that you uh, also have been uh, a podcaster. Can, can, can you speak about... Uh, the podcasting work and radio show work that you're doing? Yeah, we mainly did um, a, we did a radio show. We were in 10 markets across the, the country and also a teleseminar series. I really highly recommend for anybody who wants to become a trusted authority in your niche to to do either, either or, either the radio show or the teleseminar series. One of the, the nice things about the teleseminar series in particular is because you have a specific number of people that you interview and all of those people are promoting on your behalf at the same time, it really puts you into the position of as the trusted authority. Now you're the person in the know with all of those people in a specific niche, and, and all of those people are promoting on your behalf. So I highly recommend this as a method, not to mention it's a great list builder. I mean, we went from zero to 60,000 in two years doing a few seasons of a teleseminar series because everybody's, everybody's promoting. Are you still doing your podcast? Yeah, we were doing a live radio show rather than a podcast. I it see. was a live radio show, and so now we're actually thinking of switching it to a podcast. We're making that transition now. I've had the pleasure of interviewing people like Jack Canfield and... You know, Bob Berg, the go-giver, and, you know, we've had a, a lot of success with the radio show, but now we're actually thinking of making that shift to a podcast. What do you think about it? How you, as an expert interviewer, what's your opinion about it? I think uh, Internet Radio, that the platform that I'm on, OC Talk Radio, beams this message around the world, the message of the power of peer learning. That's my brand. And I then, agree. And then we crank it into a, you know, that night we turn into a podcast. That's how we reach the twelve to 13,000 downloads a month through the podcasting services as well. So for me, I've used this platform and this specific station uh, since I started in 2009. And it has been the most effective way to reach my niche, which are CEOs of middle market firms, 
And you're exactly right. Here in my local market of Southern California, it has really enabled me to establish myself as a thought leader in my field of expertise, which is the power of peer learning and the importance of a CEO into the role of the performance of the company. So if you're looking for a platform, I would say you ought to talk to this radio station because they have nothing but outstanding business shows throughout the day. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I really think that that's why, I mean, you know, most people, they look at a, a radio show like we were doing and they think, oh, wow, you know, you're in 10 markets and across the U.S. and all of this stuff. But the reality is people live on the Internet and they live on their phones. And when you are able to do something like you're doing, where you're able to, uh, you know, download and stream and all of that good stuff, that makes it convenient for the market today, so I, I love it. I, Kindred Spirit Plus, you probably have what I, I call the gift of knowledge, which means you love to learn and you love to hear about different things. I have that as well. So what more fun is there than interviewing people? Well, you are, uh, I wish I could meet, meet you sometime, Dana, because I feel um, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. So we're up against the clock, and that's unfortunate. Would you be a future guest again for us? Because we, we just scratched the surface on what you know. Oh, gosh, I would just love that. And I agree. I, I believe that we'll definitely meet somewhere. We're probably both out and, out and about enough that I'm sure our paths will cross. I'd love to come on again. Where are you located? I'm in sunny Minnesota. <laughs> okay, I, I, won't, I won't comment on that since I am in. I know, it's snowing right now. Oh, God, it's still snowing? Oh, you poor thing. Oh, my goodness. It's much too I'm late I'm training that. my brain. <laughs> That's right. Hey, look how beautiful that is. You're so fortunate to be able to see snow today. I'm so jealous. All right. So if someone wants to learn more about Dana Wilde or the firm that you started and that you lead, The Mind Aware, or your book, Train Your Brain, How to Build a Million Dollar Business in Record Time, how do they find out more about you online, Dana? Well, you know, of course, you can get the book Train Your Brain on Amazon. But what I really recommend, if you we want to dive right in right now, you can go to Dana Wild. That's my name, D-A-N-A-W-I-L-D-E with the, at the end. Use the dot biz. And if you go to the dot biz, you can end up getting a free training, my favorite price, that will really tell you how to start training your brain right now. That's a fantastic offer, and I'm glad that you mentioned that to our audience because, again, I think nothing is more important for a leader of an organization or a, a, a soon-to-be entrepreneur than that stuff that's between your two ears. And if you can learn how to master that, you can master the world. Dana, you are. thank you for being a friend of the program. Welcome to the Critical Mass Business Community. Maybe someday you and I will share OC Talk Radio as a platform. I want to thank you for being such an in interesting guest, and we will have you back soon. Thanks so much. Have a great one. I will. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm up against the clock, so I've got to do a quick outro here. I'd like to thank the, the each of our guests because I think we just had dynamite content with both of our guests. Dana Wild gave so much great ideas and information and, and thoughtful thinking, and Janice Davis started us off with so much energy and great thinking as well. I'm just so delighted that Crystal Nunley, our producer, put together such a strong lineup for us. Uh, you know, I also have to thank our advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club of Costa Mesa. Our engineer for today is Paul Roberts. As I mentioned, Crystal Nunley is our producer. Guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard. Our social media strategist is Asia Celestino. Events coordinator is Melissa Padani. Our VP of Sales is Rose Chamora, and I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about my business, Critical Mass for Business, 
Or you'd like to refer to future guests or maybe advertise on Critical Mass radio shows, visit my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until the next show, I hope your decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass radio show business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. 